MGM, Miguel. Welcome back to Rebel Ants Radio. This is our video podcast where we kind of build in public on the Rebel Ants NFT project that you and I co-founded about six to eight months ago. And we share our journey, all of our successes and failures along the way with our crowd. And uh, we do this podcast not only to give some credibility to ourselves, some transparency, but also showcase other artists and projects as well. And I am very excited that we get to do that tonight with the Sky City guys. How are you doing, Miguel? I'm great, man. Uh, this week was a good week. I drew some Jeremy's. Uh, I worked on V2 ants. I did a nice. little of everything this week. So we got some stuff going on. I did some research on the coin that we're trying to launch. So I think that's going to happen. So stay tuned yeah i'm Looking... excited for for all that yeah very excited also very excited for the show today uh you know i think this this uh, group of great talented people putting together this nft and i think that you know i'm just very excited to hear what they have to say about their project and um you know just looking forward to it yeah, absolutely. Before we welcome them to the stage, let's go through uh, some housekeeping notes here. Uh, we invite everyone to head over to rebelants.io where you can mint your very own Rebel Ant for 0.01. And 0.01, um, you know, that's kind of gone up in value a little bit over the past few days. A lot of green in the crypto space. So green is good, up is good. And uh, you can then follow along and support us in our journey here. And you can also head over to rebelants.io slash shop and grab some sweet, sweet merch. Show your inner rebel to the rest of the world. And I just want to remind everyone that at some point tonight during the show, we will throw up a secret code that is your opportunity to redeem for a free Rebel Ant to be airdropped to you. So we'll flash a code and you can head over to rebelants.io slash proof to prove that you have been watching the show, drop in the code and the first three people to do so will win a free Rebel Ant airdrop to you. All gas is paid for. You're welcome. Miguel, are we ready to bring in our guests? I think we're ready. Let's bring All them right, in. Sweet. Let's bring them in. We have the gentleman from Sky City NFT joining us. Uh, let's welcome everyone. Tony, welcome. Shandon, welcome. Aaron, welcome. How are you guys doing? What's up, Kevin? We go. How's it going? Everything's great. It's a nice, uh, beautiful Sunday evening here. Yeah, absolutely. Pleasure to have you with us, Shandon. How are you doing? I think he's delayed. Doing good, doing good, man. Yeah. Good, good, good. And Aaron, how are you? Yeah, all well. Yeah, thanks for having us. Good, good. Well, I will ask everyone who's watching or listening to uh, like and subscribe to whatever platform you're on and feel free to drop a comment and let us know where you're joining us from. We are excited to have some people with us tonight. And before we get too deep into things, I think we need to start with our icebreaker. So tonight's icebreaker, what was the first CD or record you owned? Miguel, I'm going to throw it over to you, and then I'll answer to give these guys wow. some time to think about it. Miguel, gonna... what was the first CD or record you owned? Can't believe you hit me first with that one. Um, yeah. <laughs> I told you like two hours ago, so you better be ready. You know, you know what? There was a group a long time ago called As Yet. I think that was the first legit CD that I purchased. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've never heard of that. <laughs> well, that's because you... Yeah, I know. Probably we're listening yeah. to rock or something. Who knows? No, when you hear my first CD, you'll get a better understanding of what I was doing. I'm familiar with that group as yet. Thank you. Well, uh, my first CD was Jagged Little Pill by Alanis Morissette. I have no shame. Of Great course. album. 
and um i think it's still a good album i don't know tony were you on that album was that yours oh no not that one <laughs> no, I, have, okay, not that one. <laughs> I, I started i think i started after that I, I my first record didn't come out until 91 92 91 okay. 92, 92, yeah, 92, 92. 92 all right very cool so tony what was the first record or cd that you owned okay yeah, mine was not a CD. It was a different format because it was a different era. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why I threw record in there. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. And it actually wasn't even a 12-inch. It was a 45, oh my God. right? Okay. <laughs> so um, the first 45 I bought, I remember how much it cost. It was a dollar. I got. I used my allowance. And I liked the record I heard on the radio so much, but it was Brick House by Commodores. Nice. Nice. By Commodores. And that's, you know, the style of the music that I produce and that I like. I love horns and I love drums. So um, good. Very nice. Um, but I do. I can tell you um, to the first cassette that I purchased was N.W.A. That was wow. really nice. Cassette. <laughs> that's Donna a good Thompson. one. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, we've got Latin Knight joining us who says boys to men. Um, I guess that's the name of the album. Cooley High Coolie Harmony. High Is that it? Cooley High Harmony. Okay. <laughs> That's a good one. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Sean Don, how about you? He might be a little frozen. Aaron, we'll hop over to you, see what you got. Yeah. So, so I mean, I'm thinking of like when I had my first car and then we would go to the record shop. We were kind of like, it's not our generation, but I think the first cassette that I purchased was the Talking Heads. It was like, this nice. must be the place or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so that's good memories. Um, but yeah, it was for my um, for my car. But before I, that, I was like, you know, just had the iPod and that type of thing. So I wasn't really buying CDs before that or cassettes. So it was like the car that made me buy all these. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, I remember um, my first iPod. I had a lot of music on there. I think yeah. I upgraded to like the Max. And that was upgrading from like an MP3 player, which wasn't, you know, like it was like the the mini ones, like a mini disc player yeah. I had at some point, an MP3 player. So I, I enjoyed the uh, progress of the iPod for sure. Uh, we've got Nubin Gear joining us saying Wu-Tang Forever cassette. Yeah, cassettes are the way to go for sure. And Shandon, I don't know if you're there with us. You freezing on us yet? Are you available? All right. You might want to yeah, back yeah, out. Probably is. Uh, yeah, that's all good. We will um, see if he can rejoin. Um, yeah, we'll see if he can rejoin us. Good. All right. And we have Universal saying, I don't remember, probably a meditation album by Dwayne, by Wayne Dwyer. Very cool. Good stuff. All right. So gentlemen, we have you on tonight uh, because you are uh, in the process of putting out an NFT called Sky City NFT. So Tony, can you give us an overview of what is Sky City and what have you already done so far with the project and where is it going? So Sky City is a uh, NFT based for um, uh, around music enthusiasts and music lovers, uh, building community uh, of, of, of music lovers where we're actually, um, so far what we've been doing we are just giving away items and free concert tickets and promo uh, missile, uh, merchandise and things like that. But um we're uh, we we're we're setting ourselves up to uh, uh, on a tier level on a on a tier on a status level mm -hmm. uh, within Sky City, and you're able the utility uh, will allow you to access certain things depending on which tier you're in, um, and it's all entertainment based. 
um, music based, and yeah. uh, we have great art, of course. Yeah. Um, so, uh, for example, we gave away some A Boogie tickets. We gave away tickets to music conferences. We gave away um, tickets to a song camp here in New York. Um, yeah. That's a you know uh, tier, uh, second tier, first tier. We're going to give away merchandise. We're also giving away other things uh, like uh, studio time because what we're doing is we're supporting the independent artists. Um, right. Our ultimate goal is where we are touching on uh, independent artists um, through NFTs, but you know we're offering uh, uh, consultation, mentorship, um, education. And uh, we're offering the supplies and the tools to create music and support artists. And then also we offer label services as you reach that tier. We offer label services and then we release your music uh, globally as well. Uh, we can do it um, physically and we can do it uh, through Web3. So we're, nice. we're covering everything, whether you're a creator or you love entertainment, uh, we're going to cover all sectors of yeah, that's really cool. I feel like that's a pretty unique offering to holders, uh, kind of on both sides, right? Whether you're a music enthusiast or you're a enthusiast or a creator, you've got something to gain here. And how involved are you in the product? You know, helping a music creator. Well, I'm one hundred wealth of knowledge. <laughs> I'm one hundred percent on, and I'm I'm, I'm direct hands on with everything. Um, Aaron can tell you I'm. Uh, hands-on with uh, everything that we do. Um, you know, it's uh, done. We, we all agree on everything before anything happens. It's never a one-person idea. Nice. Uh, so we're always on. And even if something looks cool and great, and I know I want to go 100%, I still text. We have a group text. And I say, is everyone fine with this? And everyone's <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's hot. Let's do it. And then we'll roll with it. So as far as that goes, you know, I'm, I'm definitely hands-on. And as far as yeah. Uh, with the the, the uh, consulting and everything, I'm the one that's doing that. I didn't, I don't outsource that, but I will yeah. eventually. But right now, it's one on one mentorship and outsource, uh, not outsourcing, but I'm doing everything in house. So um, uh, consulting and um, even you know studio services. Uh, you know wherever you are. You know if your stuff, if if your music has potential, and I listen to it and I like it and I vibe with it, and all of us vibe with it, then yes, we're probably going to push you to the next level um nice. we didn't launch any we didn't launch and launch an artist yet but you know that's our last goal and our roadmap and i have a we have a roadmap and the roadmap is pretty much done we fulfilled everything in the roadmap nice. so yeah so um it's kind of cool when you look at it like this is not this is what we're offering but not only what we're offering this is what we accomplished already um and um, we're going to show that uh to everyone uh, it's going to be on the website soon, and also the website uh, is skycitynft.xyz if anyone wants to check it out. Yeah, I've got it scrolling along the bottom here, and I notice like each day I'm checking it, not like a stalker, but I notice things are getting added to the site almost daily, right? Yeah. Whether it's the about page or the events or yeah. you know listing the number of uh, NFTs that'll be available. So definitely, yeah. definitely is coming along, and excited to follow this. Yeah, it's definitely getting upgraded often. Um, I see that Aaron is the artist, so. Um, yep. You want to talk a little bit about your art, Aaron, and introduce yourself, uh, introduce the work that you're doing? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, it gets me happy. I mean, knowing that you guys really are on it. I mean, like <laughs> just watching the site and just the progress. I mean, it's definitely like a day-to-day -day project, you know, doing work every day. But um, 
but yeah, so, um, so I'm the artist. And so we recently met Sean Don, Tony and I, uh, through a project I got going and we kind of like connected on the art that way and just kind of, um, started to build ideas, you know, together and just, I kind of like took in inspirations by what they're about. Um, and just, I don't know, put it all in towards Sky City here. Uh, that's what that turned into. But um, yeah, I mean, I guess regarding the art direction and such, you know, that's just, I mean, like I said, inspired by the having journaling and that type of thing and just putting it out in the world. Um, but it's very much uh, kind of, so we landed on the concept kind of like up in Sky City where that's where we see kind of our direction, you know, kind of the sky's the limit yeah. as far as we're concerned. And just uh, just really the resources that we have and that Tony's connected to, it's really like anything can happen, you know? And um, yeah, I don't know. Um, just taking it day by day, a lot of inspiration coming from like, kind of like Tony's hip hop background and just some of the, the optimistic and kind of happier concepts that, that I've been illustrating with my personal project, Mellow Park, and just kind of sprinkling breadcrumbs between both. And um, yeah, I don't know, it's exciting. It's, uh, it's NFT space, it's kind of real innovative and we're, we kind of take it any direction we want. And now I think we're at uh -huh. a point in the space where we can hyper-focus and niche down and kind of cater to our audience, which are those music lovers and creatives. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. Um, you know what? I'm interested to know how you all learned about the NFT world. Like, how did you guys come about just into the NFT? How did you get your first leg in? Start with you, Tony. I can tell you about mine. It was through my son. Um, he kept talking to me about it. I was, you know, in, heavily into crypto. Um, and then, uh, you know, he said he's starting you know he's working he's waiting for a drop or something i forgot <laughs> you know i told i he was we were supposed to do something he said he had to stay home and wait for a drop or something and i said what is yep. what's the drop yeah that sounds familiar <laughs> so, yeah so I started, and I was like, all right cool um, and then um and then he's talking about ooh, floor price Oh, four places rising. I'm like, okay, that's that's good, right? <laughs> and then, um, and then I really paid attention when he said, "Dad, I sold this thing for three e." Oh yeah, <laughs> that's big. And I said, "Okay, so tell me more about it." Yeah, I can, um, yeah, I can talk about it. <laughs> so after after that, then I started saying, um, but I I knew about it. People were coming up to me talking about it. I you know have a little background on blockchain uh, and, and entrepreneurship. I've been, I'm an advocate for this, uh, for implementing blockchain and entertainment. So I've been an advocate for a long time for that. So I have a little knowledge about how blockchain works, but not about yeah. the NFT world. So I was getting approached by NFTs and I just said, you know what? No, I'm not really um, into that as much. So after that, um, his interest in it, uh, then I started showing interest. And I started following some of the uh, people that he follow on uh, Twitter. And um, then he said, oh, so, um, so dad, you want to get this, uh, you should, you should get your, uh, you know, get an NFT. I think that's how it came about because I remember it took about a week 
and I was like, all right, um, um, all right, let me think about it. <laughs> and then um, I just jumped in and I was like, all right, what's the hottest thing to buy? What's, what's, what, what, sh what should I get into? What community is great? Um, um, he was like, Cryptoon Goons. <laughs> he said, Cryptoon Goons, hot. He said, that's my profile pick. And then, you know, and then, you know, you got to change your pick and everything. And I was like, all right, let me jump in. Jumped in, got some goons. I changed my profile pick um, <laughs> <laughs> for a little while. It felt funny because I'm like, I'm used to having my picture yeah. on all of my profiles. And I changed it and went behind um, the fire hands, Kryptoon goons, and um, did that for a little while. I, I, I changed it, but, I'm, you know, I'm probably going to change it back because it was kind of cool. But that's yeah. how I got into it. And then I found Aaron through someone that he commented and followed. He commented on someone's um, picture. I think it was Chum Chums or something. Uh, yeah, uh, it was um, a tweet dealing with Chum Chums. But I saw Aaron's art because they posted it. There. It was something like that. And I just, I was like, yeah, I just want this. So let me buy it. <laughs> yeah, then he posted it. And after he posted it, then I went and just purchased Aaron's stuff without consulting. Or um or or doing it, you know, I just like the colors. The first thing that caught my eyes were the colors, and that they were plants, but they looked different. Uh, mm -hmm, something yeah. as simple as a plant, but the the interpretation of it um, that I saw, the digital interpretation of it, was what amazed me um, by it, uh, and and contrast with the background as well. Um, so I um, purchased um, a few of them, quite a few. And um, then I, I messaged him and um, and I just told him, you know, and I never message people. I, I never message anyone. Everyone can tell you. I never I barely even check my messages. My <laughs> messages go unread for about a week or two. But I reached out. Which yeah. is crazy, and I reached out. So um, and I did. And he responded immediately. And then after that, then um, then, I, you know, my son got involved. He, I mean, he was already there. And I said, hey, let's do something together. Collectively, we can do something. All of us, we, we can play a role and we can make something hot. And that's where we are. And it, the way it came together was crazy. And, um, you know, everything's great. We all have the same vision, which is amazing. That's really cool. That's good. Yeah, it's it's hard to be in this space and not want to create, right? It's hard to not want to be yeah. a part of it and, and make something yourself. Tony, I'm curious, when you changed your profile picture, did you get comments or questions from other people that are in your network that may not be so crypto um, knowledgeable? <laughs> yeah. Like, what is that? Oh, my God, it's funny. Because, you know, I have, like, maybe 25,000 followers on, on Twitter. And not, right now, maybe 99% of them are industry um, um People not all from the industry, but most are are artists or celebrities, and a lot are 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 are, are fans of certain music that I produced. So I don't really get a lot of engagement, but I did get negative feedback or engagement mm. because mm. you know because of some of the art that I posted. The unknown. Yeah. So they're like, oh, no. Someone said I, I posted something. I forgot what piece it was from. It was from um, I forgot some some I got I have to look, but I remember I posted. And they said no, I don't like that. So I, said, like, <laughs> but I understand where they're coming from because they wouldn't get it. But they said no, that's they said something. They were very blunt, and they said no, I don't like that, or no, it's not hot, or something. 
So yeah, that's gonna happen in the in the space. <laughs> yeah, and um, I laughed um, because I'm, and I looked at who it was, and I knew definitely it wasn't someone that was uh, part of the space. So I just um, I just laughed it off. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. But on on to, on Instagram, I'm actually getting a lot more um, um, Instagram and Facebook. So now Instagram, I'm getting some um, engagement on there about it. I haven't posted it on my uh, on my page yet, but I posted on my stories and um, I get engagement there. But I get probably more engagement on Facebook because I have more people that are interested in it on Facebook because those are my real friends on Facebook. Yeah, those are mm-hmm. some my colleagues. Some former grad students, some former undergrad students. So it's, it's um, and they know me and we have a lot in common and I posted something and I had some friends come from Facebook to actually mint our first piece. Wow. Um, yeah, which was cool when they came to our space, our Twitter space as well. So, and that's what I wanted to do here. I didn't post this, but I wanted to post it on my Facebook and on my um, um, Twitter, this, uh, this, um, podcast right here but yeah fail to do so before we ch- join the chat <laughs> that is all right we're gonna post it on our facebook right. page which yeah. we haven't really done anything with <clears throat> but i've just started posting videos there and then you can uh, repost it from there too if you want but i think you bring up a good point there's there's like a billion people on facebook right isn't there some crazy number of people on yeah. facebook and yeah i don't know i think in our heads when we first talked about where are we going to be present right where will we have a presence it wasn't facebook we were thinking you know twitter instagram Discord, of course, but it's like there's a billion people on Facebook. That must be a pretty good audience to reach somebody yeah. who's interested in yeah. this, right? I think the funny thing is that when we first started doing our project, we we went into Twitter thinking that Twitter was going to be like the main, uh, you know, the, the main traction. But it ended up being IG recently. We ended up getting like 10,000 followers in the last couple of yeah. weeks or so. So it's funny how that worked out. But yeah. um Shandon, what about you? I'm, I'm interested to know how you got into the space since you were like the first one who brought Tony and you trapped him. <laughs> yep, I got I, I trapped him and my plan worked. So, um, <laughs> so I got into the space, the NFT space around like November. I, I knew about NFTs uh, since like that January of 2021. Uh, and then, but I didn't do anything of it. But once I heard like more people like getting into it and they were like making money and stuff, I was just like, Okay, let me just learn about it. Let me before I try to like make money, let me just learn about it and stuff. So I was just researching projects, vetting them out, seeing what works, what doesn't, followed a lot of influencers. And um I bought I bought into a couple projects, but the first one that I flipped, it was uh humans of the metaverse. I flipped it like uh, the, yeah. uh, the day like after my birthday, right? So um I minted it, come to find out I had I hit a one of one. And that uh, that sold for three ETH. at the time. ETH was at like about 40, 4,500, like mm-hmm. around, around there. Yeah. So I flipped that and then I just started buying more projects right after that. I bought alien friends at point one. Um, I bought my pet hooligan at point five, like, like, uh, yeah, no. Nah, so I was, I was just flipping. I was just degening. I was just all over the place. <laughs> and then, like, and then I, I got in the bear market. I was still doing uh, flips and stuff like that. But then I was just like, I think I want to. I, I think I want to do my own thing. But I didn't really venture off into that for real. So, but I was still just, you know, just just on Twitter, just being the reply guy, you know, interacting with literally everyone and just vibing. And then I was just buying random things. I was really like, 
I was really at, it was one week I was just buying things that were just like artist led projects and uh, Mellow Park was one of them. So I just happened to buy it. I thought nothing of it, posted it just like how I usually do and just went on about my day. And then my dad, he, he, he saw my tweet. He didn't call me or anything. He just bought it, posted it as well. I was like, what, <laughs> then, what is he doing? <laughs> yeah. I was just like, cause, cause um, when I, cause I was also onboarding people too. So my dad was one of the people that I've onboarded. So then he got hooked. He was just on open sea, like two in the morning. I'm like, don't you got class? Like, like class <laughs> next morning. He was just all over open sea, just vibing. And uh, yeah. So one thing led to another. He calls me. He's like, yo, I, I bought like 20 plants. I'm like, hey, <laughs> like Mellow, the, um, Mellow Park. That's uh, Aaron's project. The Mellow Park plants. He was like, yeah, I, I'm like, I'm like, you really like the plants? He's like, yeah, yo, I, I really like the plants. So uh, my dad, he was the one that was like, yo, I, I want to I do something with Aaron. Like, I want to do something with him. Are you down? I was like, yeah, I'm down. I love his art. So one thing led to another. And uh, Aaron already had an idea. And he just, uh, he just put us on. And we all got together. And we just collabed. And Sky City. It's a great story. What about you, Aaron? Like How that. did you get in? Yeah, so I come from like a bit of a different uh, direction, I guess, on more of the creator side rather than the collector. But I definitely like know what's going on in the space, what projects are doing what and stuff. And that was in August of 2021 is when I dropped uh, my first project. And that was a one-on-one collection called Plant Swap. And at the time, you know, I was just studying like DeFi and just like NFTs popped up and like the board A pipe was in the air, you know, so I kind of wanted to, I don't know, just kind of act on it. And just like me being coming from illustration background, wanted to really just, I don't know, put some art into the ecosystem if possible. And yeah. so, um, yeah, so at that point in time, I was just working on a bunch of paintings on canvas, just a lot of house plants, just like weird, like psychedelic looking ones. And um, I was like, hey, if this NFT thing doesn't work out, at least I have all these drawings, these ideas for paintings, you know? Yeah. And then I'll use those. So I just drew them all out on paper, uh, just ink on, I mean, pen on paper, and then digitized those. And then that became the plant swap collection, which is a bunch of weird uh, just house plants, you know? And from there, the community started growing. We had a Discord and Twitter, and not huge, but it was interesting. I mean, it was like very tight knit, you know, like feels like I know the people and the people that were from day one on plant swap. A lot of them are still in our ecosystem in Mellow Park. And we basically got to the point where I started to draw other things beyond house plants and really wanted to develop a story and a strong foundation that could go in like a lot of different directions. So I wanted to design a destination, you know, like a place you mm -hmm. could just mentally escape to. And so that's how we land on the concept of Mellow Park and just designing a park, you know, simplifying the concept of designing a world or universe into like a park. And um, also that giving us the opportunity to expand beyond the park, which is how, you know, Sky City was created. That was like a destination far off in my mind that like, you know, could be like going from a small town to like a metropolis city, you know, like a big city. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I mean, that, that's where we're at today. You know, it all started with plants and it continues to be plants. And now we're up, you know, with the stars and the clouds and we've got our moon men up there. And yeah, I mean, since since the start, I kind of really like started deep diving on like storytelling and 
making it interactive and just studying like even like screenwriting and just like writing wow. books and just uh just everything really you know like even comic strips and different ways to tell stories and that type of thing where now it's like i don't know the tools we got access to you could do some real crazy stuff you know and just like combine a bunch of different mediums and now we're at the point where we're combining music and sound in like a really innovative way through sky yeah. city yeah interesting yeah and i'm really excited for that but um yeah yeah <laughs> that's, that's, that's great fun. so what what platforms are you using for your art because it seems like you have a lot of uh a lot of art background. What do you like to use? Uh, platforms as far as ways of working or distribution mm -hmm. methods or? Ways of working, creating your art. Okay, so now it's like I'm on the iPad almost like constantly, you know, uh, through Procreate. But I mean, I always carry like a little notebook in my pocket and that's where the ideas are born. I always have a pen in my pocket as well. So anywhere I'm going, like I'll go to like coffee shops like on the other side of LA and just sit mm -hmm. in there and just random libraries or even like, just wherever, you know, I'll sit on the curb and I'll just like gotta get an idea out. It's crazy. It's like it's like having to go to the bathroom or something and you gotta get it out of your system and it's just like you just <laughs> gotta quickly get it out. And then like those ideas, you know, they turn into um more refined uh projects that that we finalize on the iPad. And um yeah, but pen on paper, that's the go to. I'm really missing the painting on canvas and I need to do that more. It's almost like a meditation like self-care type of thing interesting but, uh, yeah gotta stay creating yeah that's pretty Aaron cool. what what was it like for you getting a message from Tony probably out of the blue being like I don't know whatever the message was right asking you to collab what was that like for you I'll be honest I don't know I almost didn't even put too much thought into it until like it hit me kind of like as we were like I don't know. I give everybody the benefit of the doubt and stuff, but at the same time, I kind of like this space has traumatized a lot of us in a way where you're like, anybody could be a scammer, you know, anybody yeah. could be, be hiding behind a Twitter account. So, I mean, I don't know. It took a little bit. And then I was like, Whoa, Tony's actually like, his history is pretty crazy. Like, yeah. I don't know. It started looking like, Whoa, this dude's actually like doing a lot of cool things, you know, and he's, it's cool that he's involved in the space. It's, feel really really honored that he likes my artwork you know I mean he's a tastemaker and has been for I mean since before I was born you know and I mean his history and just like it just keeps getting richer and richer the more like our relationship builds you know and um I mean even even yesterday we had like a tiny little space maybe just like two other people super tiny space in Miller Park when Tony was in there supporting couple of his like friends come by from back in the day from like bad boy entertainment and uh some i don't know just like their history is really rich and deep you know and just advocating yeah. for tony and that was really cool to see um some of his students have came by and just like again advocating for tony and it's like i mean sean don's relationship with tony is really like you know it's amazing and inspiring you know it's, it's yeah. really really cool um so i mean yeah so that first message, it didn't really do nothing to me. It didn't hit me because I didn't really do my research. And I didn't know who I was dealing with other than someone interested in plants, honestly. <laughs> I was like, oh, we got to get him some plants. We got to like, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, um, that's funny. So yeah, I mean, now it's a like, lot of plants. Feel, ton of plants. Yeah, I'm definitely blessed. <laughs> I mean, that's to say that like a lot of times I'm blessed to be working with these two. That's really cool. Uh, let me bring up a couple of comments here. Somebody says, 
love this episode. I agree, Universal. This is good so far. Uh, we've got uh, Patrick saying, my first vinyl record was gifted to me by my uncle at my fifth birthday party. It was the soundtrack to the cartoon Heidi in Spanish. <laughs> LOL, hashtag true story. And uh, Roll Call watching from Florida. Shandon, I think you dropped off before we got to hear what was your first record. Yeah, my apologies. Yeah, the internet randomly went out of all times in my house. <laughs> but um, yes, yeah, so, you made it back. Yes, we're we're back here. So, but the time I came from a time where I was, it was LimeWire, so I didn't really buy Ooh, a yeah. record. I got it, <laughs> but I can say one of the first. Uh, I'll say uh, one that 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 resonates a lot with me during my childhood. It would be. And it's actually a mixtape, Lil Wayne, The Drought 3. Mm. Yeah. That was nice. like one of the best mixtapes. So, yeah, that's funny. Uh, the LimeWire thing is funny. I, when I was in college, I got in trouble for, for using too much bandwidth in my dorm room because I was using LimeWire to upload so much music. <laughs> I got a warning from the Recording Industry Association of America. Wow. I was violating, you know, all these laws, of course, and they reserve the right to sue me for millions of dollars per song. Um, I think I think we were all tough. getting that message. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I used LimeWire yeah. too, even though I was have I was I was that was near the peak of my career, but I was still using LimeWire. But I'm not. I can't tell you everything, but I can tell you that record labels use it for their advantage as well. Yeah, it was so easy yeah, to promote and leak things. "Quote unquote." So we just leaked this new fifty cent. Oh man, right? Tony's dropping some alpha on us right now. <laughs> we just leaked this new thing. Whenever you see "leak" or that's one of your keywords, "leaked" or un "unreleased," um, you go there, and then it's promo, instant promo. You don't even have to lift a finger. You don't have to pay. There is zero dollar spend on that. Yeah, and, um, that's so. so funny. I'm, I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> Yeah, I've definitely so I have found a... artists through those music sharing services, but that's a story for another time. Go ahead, Miguel. Um, my question was, uh, why do you think art, especially NFT, NFTs, are important, especially in today's world? And that, uh, we'll start with you, Tony. I mean, that's the future. And uh, the future is Web3, uh, of course, a digital um just, just that's the future uh, and everything being community based and controlled by us um and having that control back uh i think everyone's going to make an adjustment we were talking about this yesterday and i had a i mean I, we would i was going on for a long time about this um it's just a matter of time before the right people get involved before the majors get involved um whether it's um, just nfts or nft recording artists or just web3 period um, I gave them examples of when, um, before Pro Tools became the industry standard in music, or music technology, mm. or music recording, um, it was out many years before uh, uh, Ricky Martin uh, uh, did his song with it, Grammy-winning record, and after that song, then, you know, uh, it became the industry standard, and I believe that was in 99, that year, because I remember making a transformation from analog to digital, and that was like one of the the last of the last I didn't want to and holding on to my two inch reels. I'm like, no, I want my two inch reels. But yeah, you got to let it go, bro. We're in the digital world now. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, and I think that's what this is going to take. Um, so I, this is the future. Um, you, I'm a forward thinker and um, I teach like that as well. 
Um, I like to be three steps ahead. Um, I was, I, my life is built on that being I mean, producing records for 30 years. I have to make what's hot next year, not what's hot now. Mm. Um, and it took me a little while to develop that. And in order for me to do that, I have to make something that's not out now. You understand? So I have to think in the future forward. Um, before streaming came out and took over music, I predicted mm -hmm. that. I predicted that in 93, 94, wow. 99. So my lawyer spoke about it in his book that just got released. Uh, my lawyer's lead um, counsel uh, legal uh, for uh, uh, Microsoft now. He left um, representing myself with his firm and then went to Microsoft. And um, he just wrote a book. It just came out. Um, you should check it out, actually. So he mentioned me in the book, and I had a meeting in his office, and I spoke about streaming and what's going to happen. And it definitely happened. So I kind of, um, one thing you have to understand is you have to respect technology. You mm -hmm. have to respect change um, uh, because it's inevitable, right? Yeah. It's going yeah, to happen um, unless you want to fail like the labels did in 2000. When um, during that time, because they didn't want to brace technology. Yeah. And um, so here I am. <laughs> yeah. Where, where's your the the mentality of your students? Right. I'm sure it kind of varies. But where's their head at in terms of thinking three steps ahead versus saying, hey, this is what we currently have. Right. These are the existing systems. Yeah. Are they able to see into the future or kind of meet you where you're going with that? Well, not really, but I tell them and I encourage them too, because I, I, I tell or my, my colleagues during my staff meetings, I talk to them about, we need to teach our students about vocal technology now. We don't offer this class yet, but we're working on it because that is the wave now. AI is the right. wave. Vocal technology. Now we have programs and applications that can actually sing songs. Like They will create voices. All you have to do is type in the words. And you can yeah. draw in the melodies with the, uh, you know, on your piano roll and it'll sing out what you draw. So I have the app I downloaded. I have the plugin right here on my computer now and I can make it sing anything that I want in any voice that I want. And um, th this is something that I talk to my students about and I tell them, um, you know, that they have to, you know, be these things are what's what's uh, coming in the near future. It's out now, but it's going to be perfected right. in the near future. Um so you have to get on your game. You have to be a forward thinker. You have to, uh, um, you know, you, you have to be an early adopter, innovator, uh, and, and and jump in. So, and a couple of things I talk to them about NFTs as well. In their opinion, you know, I, I, this year I have nice. their freshman. Um, they said, "Oh, NFTs are old." That's what they told me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god i said yeah, yeah i have this project in every every class my same students they sit right in the front i love them they sit right in the front and they say so how's the nft project going yeah yeah it's good and they would start talking to me about some things and they said their uncles in crypto and stuff but they said yeah nfts are old but they're probably just looking at probably one or two pieces that maybe um caught the uh, media's attention but yeah we, we it's, it's brand new it's brand new right now. Um, so, yeah, that's their um, uh, perspective on it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, there's definitely is. It's We're definitely early in the space. It's brand new. People don't know about it. And I think that part of the reason why Kevin and I wanted to start this was because it, up until this day, there's still a lot of a lot of anonymity in the space and people don't trust it. Right. So for us to do this show, it brings credibility kind of to people's projects, the artists, getting to know the people. 
getting people more comfortable to buy your project. You know, I think this is part of the reason why we do what we do. I think Kevin and I, we've been in the space since almost 2010. And I think we've yeah. been rocked plenty of times. And then it got to a point that we were like, you know what, we need to like do something. And this is what we're doing now to see if we can bring some, at least a little bit of credibility into it. See yeah. what happens in the future. I, I, I love that idea. And I love the entire premise of, of what you guys are doing. Um, um, and it's amazing that um, um, I, I, I really want to sit back and watch more episodes now because I want to hear some stories and that's where I am now in the space because I'm fairly new, right? Um, I got involved in some projects that I really didn't like, but I just like to hear stories. I like to hear, and I don't like to hear the, the glamorous stories and that's the way I teach. I teach from things that didn't go well. So you don't make the same mistakes. So those are the things that I like to hear. I like to hear the drama, the good stuff, the juicy yeah. things. Uh. Um, yeah. Like this project, like um, I don't, I can talk about projects, right? It's yeah. There's one project that just, um, this, this, um, uh, what was it called? Uh, my son knows about it. The rug, the one that you said. Um, which one? <laughs> you talking about your friends and misfits? Yeah, misfits. <laughs> you said my friends? I don't know them. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> And they, um, that team, uh, they they said that they've rugged before Street Machine. Street Machine was. I, I read that today. Yeah, I mean, I, hey, I, I love the art, but dang, I, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't believe someone would create that and just leave it behind. So I don't understand why they would do that. So that's why I have a lot of questions. Um, why would someone create look like looks like they took a lot of time and effort to build this, build a community? drop it and then leave it and why would they yeah. why, why wouldn't they just say all right you know you take it over or you know i can do play this role or if i bit off more than i can chew you know let me backtrack a little i don't understand why they would do that um it doesn't you know I, i'm baffled that's why i have many questions about yeah things like that yeah. and, um, well it's we definitely have a lot of episodes with a lot of different artists so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Tony, it's funny you talk about why would they rug, right? And I, I question that too sometimes, right? It's like, you could just sell this project. You obviously have enough interests that you've made some money off of it. So just sell the project, let someone else do it. But sort of what Shandon's saying, I've been in a situation where I've been rugged by people that you then find out, oh, they did this before, right? So clearly it's just this quick, easy way to make money. And I think, unfortunately, AI makes that even easier now, right? You could spin up 10,000 PFPs mm -hmm. in minutes, drop it on OpenSea and then rug. So it's it's not great for the space and definitely yeah. have some battle scars, right? You know, Tony, the way that you and I got connected to begin with was because I got rugged on uh, the black and white project. And then I saw you commented <laughs> and I said, oh, let me see what his story was. And that's why I messaged you. So, you know, without the rug, we wouldn't be here together today. And uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the rug. <laughs> Kevin is notorious for getting rugged. Yeah. So I was, you know, it's more about not what they post. I'm there for the comments, right? So yeah. I was there for the comments and I'm like yeah. reading everything and I'm commenting back and reading and commenting. And I'm just like, wow. Because I told you the story briefly. I saw jumped in, did my due diligence after, a totally the wrong <laughs> manner, but did my due diligence and said, no, wrong project, then sold. So yeah. I didn't, I did uh, uh, gas fees, uh, four pieces, because I wanted to do the thing there. Concept was great. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I found afterwards in the comments that they stole that concept from someone else, hmm. and then they blocked the guy they stole it, stole it from. So, um, yeah, and um, now I go there and check every day to see what's going on, and um, there's no best offer, nothing. People nothing. This. Yeah, it's just <laughs> like I'm just waiting for OpenSea to just delete it or something. I don't even know what happens after this this point. Yeah. You know, it's funny because even when I was minting it, OpenSea is telling you this is not a verified project, right? They're trying to to protect people like me from myself. And I'm like, I don't care. It's trending. I need it, right? What's <laughs> what's $18? What's $9? And it's like, now I feel bad that I lost my 18 and my $9. I want it back. <laughs> Especially when prices go it's way gone. up. You're like, man, if I still had that, uh, that'd be worth a lot more today. So I feel you. And I think, unfortunately, it's just part of the space um, just kind of learning from those mistakes and and just talking about it, right? Helping or hoping other people don't get hurt and just reminding people, do your own research. <laughs> yeah, um, definitely have to, um, you have to research. And my, and my son asked me, he was, you know, he, you know, criticizing my technique on purchasing NFTs. I remember <laughs> he, probably, he said, so dad, what made you buy that? He said, well, why do you think that's a good project? Not not that project in particular, but just any project when I say, well, I like this. And I said, yeah, so I know some things. I look at how many of the percentage listed. I look at how many different yep. unique holders there are. <laughs> yep. You know, I understand analytics and metrics. So I know a little something. <laughs> but, you know, I don't know really know about the community um, much. Um, but, you know, I know what numbers to look for and what numbers to stay away from. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um there you go beanbag friends that was a great play by the way yeah. oh beanbag i bought a bunch of them yeah. at the very beginning and it didn't really take long and then they did that um they got acquired by uh who did they get acquired by i forgot i think it's the um like the i think it was hello nip or something like that. i forgot oh, nippy, nippy. nippy yeah meet nippy, nippy. Yeah, yeah, they got quite, mm. um, uh, the team behind meeting and stuff. So, I mean, that was that was bullish news. People just just uh, yeah. did their thing. <laughs> I woke up one morning and I didn't go to their Twitter or anything, but I woke up one morning and just saw the floor price just going crazy. And I was like, "Wow, what's going on?" I I hit him <laughs> and I said, "What's going on?" He said, "I don't know." <laughs> like and he looked it up real quick and said, "Oh, they just got acquired." Uh, yeah, things move fast. Things move fast in the space. Uh, let me take a quick interruption here to drop the uh, secret code for this episode. The secret code is Sky City. So head over to rebelants.io slash proof. Drop the secret code of Sky City. And the first three people to do that will get a free Rebel Ant, courtesy of uh, Miguel's gas fee. Thank you, Miguel. <laughs> <laughs> That's the code there. Sky City, rebelants.io slash proof. That's the only time you're going to get the code. Uh, Shandan, let me ask you, what was your interest in art before NFTs? Ooh. And when I say art, I mean like the the visual art that we associate with NFTs. Uh, I, so it's funny. So I am I am terrible at art, but I just love I, I love just seeing artists just do their thing. I'm just I just I'm just a visual person. I'm like, ooh, I like that. I'm like, I don't know what it is. I like that. Like. That's just that's just how I've always been, and I I think that um that got sparked I got sparked um through like a couple artists I found out through um art appreciation class like uh like Basquiat uh 
Well, actually, I got I got like so, a basket inspired hoodie on right now too. So nice. Little, yeah, it's just like little things like that. I just if I if I see something I like it, I just be like, ooh, I want this. <laughs> so yeah. I guess I, I, I'm an art appreciator. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Sh- Shandon, we we have art. We have art too. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, we got art. <laughs> like, if you're interested, I got ready. Right right just little. hit our merch store. Oh, I like those. <laughs> I, I like that. Yeah, right over here, rebelance.io slash shop. Thank you. Um, Aaron, I'm I'm curious because you you said that you used uh, Bueno for the back end, right, for the minting process, and you're using Manifold for the open edition right now. What did you learn from your first project that you kind of took with you into this one to say, hey, do that again, that's good, or don't do that, that didn't work the first time? Yeah, so, I mean, I learned a ton. Like, I mean... I think if you're able to balance the art and tech side, you're at like a really unique position as a creator, you know? And I I feel like now I'm at close to a point, you know, where, I mean, I do feel very comfortable handling certain things, but thanks to the no code tools that we now have access to. And um, so before landing on Bueno, I, um, you know, I I considered learning Solidity myself and then that was really hard. (laughs) (laughs) Basically. (laughs) That's a tough one. Yeah. And then, um, you know, asked for a lot of estimates for like devs to make custom contracts. And that was very expensive and out of my budget. And, and then finding other no code tools that were in the works, you know, that were going to give me early access and that type of thing spent on their token. And that didn't work out. So, I mean, that was my kind of rug, you know, on the creator side. Oh, and yeah. um, eventually, you know, like, uh, got in contact with Weno and, at the, at the time, I thought they were too big and I thought I wanted to help like a smaller project, you know, on the like development front. And then because they had been doing advertisements and stuff like on certain podcasts and, but you know, they're really cool and they act like very, they're very down to earth, you know? I mean, I saw you yeah. guys in the founders cult there in the discord that was cool the other day. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, they're open to having face-to-face conversations and just, um, you know, taking your feedback very much so yeah. that like the way I take in feedback for, for, from our community and like put it towards our project. I saw that from them on the development front. And um, yeah, so, I mean, it's just a matter of like reading all the documents, a lot of reading, you know, same with Manifold and just getting familiar with these different systems, even with OpenSea's new, new uh, features and that type of thing. But at the time, you know, when I launched PlantSwap, that was through OpenSea's um default contract and yeah very bad like i'm trying to figure out a way to migrate it from there you know because it doesn't show up in your wallet and it's very like yeah it's not great and so we're trying to i'm trying to figure that out on the back end right now but um but yeah i feel like no being at the point where i understand all the terms all the different tokens and all the different like capabilities of each token and how to deploy those you know i feel really good about and um because it also helps on the storytelling side, you know, right, like right. say you want to put out an addition that's very different from like a unique piece. So you want to go 1155 rather than 721. And um, on the storytelling side, you know, like that's how you have your, your ecosystem. So, I mean, obviously it's going to be 721 for Sky City because they're all individual unique characters. And then like knowing when to burn and what to burn, you know, if right. you want to have like some evolving mechanism mechanisms or like 
give certain tokens different capabilities, you know, if we want to stack utility on certain tokens or certain characters within our ecosystem, we could do that. Um, but yeah, I think like kind of being, have the, being able to know, you know, what tools to use, like whether to use like, I don't know, like a, it's almost knowing like, like Allen Ranch or like, you know, or like a Phillips or something or like, I don't know, like different toolkit, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let me let me bring up um, this open edition that you have right now, this Sky Jam. Uh, can anyone yeah. talk about what what this is besides really cool artwork? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll let Aaron on. Um, Aaron on uh, down. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, Sky Jam. It's um, it's a piece we wanted to put out kind of immediately. You know, we're still like developing our community and that type of thing, and. Um, you know, like Tony's been saying, like we've been giving away tickets and different things, different access. And, you know, we want to find a way to figure out who to prioritize, you know, who's in our community, who's supporting on the very first day, you know, mm -hmm. for full collection drops. So these are small yeah. opportunities for the community to kind of get in our ecosystem at a super low price point. You know, the first drop, Sky Bistro, which was like, uh, like a food and like cooking inspired piece that was free. And, um, it also ties into Tony's background being like a chef and like always eating good. And um, yeah, so we want to drop something that was more music oriented at, at the same time now for like, uh, you know, not for free this time, but yeah, low enough to be like, you know, so it's like really accessible to everybody. But, um, but yeah, this is how our, we're starting up our community and that type of thing right before we, we drop uh, Sky City. Yeah, we only mentioned this um the uh the uh Sky Jam until uh Tuesday morning, right? So it's only available for another day, I believe. Yeah, another couple of days. I put the link in the comments here and we'll put it in the description of the video so people get a chance to go get it. It's 0.005 ETH, which is like $10 right now, so um, yeah. I think uh, not financial advice, but I'm going to get one and maybe you should get one too if you're listening or watching cuz I think this is a good point to get into your ecosystem. Um who can, uh, maybe Tony, you can tell me, or Aaron, there, there's going to be 4,444 tokens, right? Where did that number come from? How did you, how'd you decide that is the size of the project? Well, we can probably all chime in because we yeah. all have our different um, opinions on that. Um, <laughs> first, we always knew that we wanted to be somewhat exclusive and small, not too large. Um, because when we told people about the idea, they said, what are you doing, about 50,000? 10,000, like, no, 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 no. We're going to keep it small. So um, we were in the range of 2,000, 7,000. And as time progressed, we started narrowing that uh, margin. Um, and um, I said around 4,000, whatever. They were the ones that said four, 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 four. Yeah, okay, <laughs> <So> yeah. That... <laughs> I, okay, yeah, I I did. I mean, it's, it's cool. It's a vibe. Four, 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 four. Like, I was just like, I was like, nah, not four thousand, or like, not five thousand. Let's do four thousand four hundred forty-four. And I was like, drop mic. I was like, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right. It's a good number. <laughs> it sounds good. I like it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think it also um, Tony and Sean Don. They're they're the ones who are really good at math and numbers. So it's like we were also considering the different tiers we're going to be offering. So it's like as far mm -hmm. as ownership and. Um, you know, merch, merch opportunities, you know, or get different giveaways. Mm -hmm. So it's like the ownership count is going to relate to the different tiers that we got in our system. 
and we also got a tier system we're developing uh before drop you know for the loud list for like the the sky list and different things that maybe sean don or tony wants to speak more about but yeah. um but yeah the different access and opportunities that we thought a lot about that you know so the number one with that too yeah he can take <laughs> over the 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 uh the uh the uh sky list and uh the different tiers for minting yeah mm -hmm. going back to you know sky jam sky bistro i mean not financial advice but i mean i would suggest <laughs> that you should um yeah, I mean, it, it will offer future utility in our ecosystem, and uh, we're going to show that with our tiers of minting. So we have our sky list, and then we have our sky drop list, and then we have the sky high list. So sky sky list is uh, they're all going to be uh, less expensive than the public mint price, but sky um, sky list will be like the I guess the most expensive but least expensive one if you know what I'm saying. Like there's tiered, so sky high list is the least expensive one yeah the, the the one that's out now skyless um you can go to the website and you can just join um if you mm -hmm. are aware of uh sky city you can just join and you'll get your <clears throat> mint price um but there's the middle tier uh which is sky bistro so we already mentioned that old holding a sky bistro that we gave away for free will put you on that list so mm -hmm. people didn't know that um but that's that was our plan so those who have a Sky Bistro, they're on that Sky Bistro list, right? And then we have the Sky High list. And the Sky High list is added something. Um, he's handling giving those away. I have nothing to do with that, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mellow Park plant, that'll get you on there somehow. We haven't figured out the details, yes. but hook up the plant holders. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's Alpha right Very there, good. too. <laughs> so there's I got, a couple I, I guess I should get one of those. Yeah. I have the uh I got the bistro, so I'll sell it to anyone mm -hmm. who wants one now for 0. 0.005. You know, I'll try and make some money off of this one too. Yeah. Sell I'm for kidding. an ETH. No, I think they go for an ETH. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, I think it is on there for an ETH. Yeah. So we, <laughs> we got three of them. So Miguel and I can each get one and we can be uh hopefully on your on your wait list for that. Yeah. Um Shandon, tell us about your marketing strategy and what role you're playing as a director of vibes to kind of Get the word out about Sky, Sky City. Yeah, so um, what I'm doing with the marketing, I, I love just trying new different things. I also, I've just been researching a lot of projects, a lot of upcoming projects and seeing how they're, what their strategy is, seeing how they're moving and see how they get my attention because I'm a DJ first. So I'm just like, okay, why did I want this project? How did I learn about it? You know, and then I'm also, you know, I'm doing a lot of behind the scenes in terms of like, you know, sliding in people's DMs, just, you know, because I already have a great relationship with a lot of people in the space. So I use that as my advantage. And I, um, oh, no. and uh, also, oh, cool. Okay. Oh, sorry. And also, um, yeah, I've been uh, reaching out to a lot of projects that I, um, that I have experience with or I'm, that I'm part of too. So, uh yes yeah, that and also just being uh active on twitter like the reply guy everybody loves a reply guy so that's, that's just how we're moving we're always we're always doing something different though nice like mug giveaway like oh yeah where are the mugs that's right um uh, well they're over here um Yeah, I think those giveaways are real, real unique, you know, like, and I think one thing we didn't touch on is that a lot of our, 
like I think what Tony meant by our roadmap is, roadmap is complete. It's like we got giveaways, concert tickets, you know, merch giveaways. Like we got the Sky yeah. City mug up there, Ooh, and those things are being distributed, you know, and um, and we're gonna gonna be continue to be distributed. And just, I mean, build on top of that, just more utility and access, just a lot of giving, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's all before the, before the Mint, before we even announce the Mint date, we're just like showing love to the community, showing love to the early adopters, because it pays to be early at the end of the day. And I want, and I know how that feels. So I'm, I'm showing, we're showing love to the community. Like you're here, you, you love us. So we're going to show that love. Back. <laughs> That's all think, about, um, just showing love. Want to quickly include the the consulting part too? I mean, in the Twitter spaces, like Tony always dropping knowledge, you know, and the people who are like, um, I mean, making music on their own and that type of thing, like they're soaking up the knowledge, you know, and they're like real grateful and like, you know, hoping to attract the right people. But I mean, yeah, just giving and giving. What do you guys feel is the ultimate goal of your project? Yeah. The, the ultimate goal is um, to provide, um, we want to place one community where um, entertainers or aspiring artists can actually uh, release their art to the world uh, and get the support and the direction, but still maintain ownership or retain ownership. Um, and also just being a part of in a, a community that loves entertainment. Um, that's what we can offer. We can offer um, education, we can offer uh, entertainment, and we can offer guidance for uh in order you know for you to fulfill your aspirations um in the creative world um i think just doing that is 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 just great it's a is a feel it's very noble and it feels satisfying knowing that you're changing lives ultimately um that's one of the reasons why i became a professor um, seven eight years ago um, and i i did that change lives in the music scene and in academia as well and then raising some of those students to go ahead and uh, move on and, and become professional in the entertainment industry, um, making um, co-ops and, and um, internships uh, link and happen. And then those become full-time gigs and then they become um, vice presidents. Um, so that happens uh, a lot, very often. And I think we're going to achieve the same thing here in this space. So cool. Yeah, I think NFTs are definitely a, a way to do, um, obviously, a lot. Um, for me in particular, I think NFTs gives people a voice, right? Not just in the art industry, but like you said, in the music industry, and who knows where else it can take us in the future. You know, I think that uh, NFTs is just where we are now. It's just the base. We're still at the bottom, bottom of what the future is going to be for this. And, you know, we're also early in that. I think that now that we're building this, especially with the ideas that you guys are doing too, I think it's just an incredible thing. And it's another base, you know, that's being put down as a platform and see what else we can come up with in the future. I, I think is NFTs are great. Yes. Thank you. And I have one last question. I have a question, um, just an overall question of probably everyone. I think my son knows what's on my mind. I spoke to Aaron about it yesterday, but, What's going on with these gas fees? How do we get around? How do we get around it? And oh, <laughs> um, I had something happen multiple times, and it just made me so mad. And I just like closed my computer. <laughs> so I'll let, share, let me, I'll, I'll share it, but I, I know you have stories too. But when you let, let me tell you, <laughs> a failed transaction, and you still lose Oof. your money. 
Oof. Oh, yeah. It hurts. You want to punch the screen, and you're like, why? <laughs> Can I call an 800 number or something? <laughs> nope. No customer service no. there. <laughs> That's the only part I do not like. That's the only part I do not like. It's yeah, the worst it's, during a hype demand, too. <laughs> right. You're going to lose money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's interesting because there's other, you know, there's L2 platforms out there that either have much lower gas fees or almost none, but they don't have the same crowd or following or support as Ethereum does. So I think until some of those platforms have a bigger attraction to get people onto their platforms, we're going to keep facing these gas fees. And the gas fees are better now than they were a year and a half ago, right? I remember paying $100 in gas fees yeah. for an NFT thinking, all right, if it's under $100, that's that's a pretty good deal, right? I can't just sit yes. here and wait forever. But now <laughs> it's like, oh, $10? I don't think so. <laughs> like, so, you know, it keeps going. It's relative, but I agree with you. It's a pain yeah. in the, it's a pain in the butt and it just, it just loses money from the ecosystem that I would rather spend that much money buying another NFT, supporting another project. Um, yeah i mean and that's what where i get puzzled at and i'm like i love everything else but i don't like that you know changing something we need to figure something out um i'm quite sure we can (laughs) (laughs) i agree (laughs) yeah let's let's put our feet down uh we got a comment (laughs) here from patrick for tony um i think for your students they're saying how do you introduce them the students to the industry which entry-level jobs what established relationships do you currently have which you leverage on behalf of your students well i introduced them um on an intern um, intern level Um, everyone in the industry you have to start as an intern of course because you know just you don't really have to have a certain set of skills to be in the industry you have to uh, be the type of person that's willing to learn those skills and the only way you're really going to learn it is by doing. And um, and I always tell my students to be a you know people person, be likable. Um, they don't expect you to understand everything. And go to your interview and just you know be likable and be easy to work with. That that's it. Do not be difficult. Do not be a <laughs> difficult person, right? So they get the job, and after about ninety days of um, you know interning, they're offered full time position. And then they take the positions and then they get promoted. So you're always going to move up if you're ambitious and if you have uh, long-term goals, you're always going to move up in the industry. You're never going to be at an entry level forever. And not, and I would, and I'm confident in saying that you will not stay at the same level for more than a year, two years. Within two years, I would expect you to advance, right? If not, then maybe that's not the industry you need to be in. Um, and some of my, and most of them were grad students. Uh, when I was at LIU, before I went to Drexel, I was at LIU and they, um, you know, they performed well and they got in and, um, and I do the same thing with um, recording engineers and on a, on a technical level at recording studios. Uh, the turnaround rate is a lot uh, larger than the actual business side um, because the studio it's a lot more demanding, believe it or not, because you're doing longer hours and you have to deal with a lot of different personalities and you have to work directly with the artist, but on a different level. You're working with directly with the artist, but as a, a vendor, not right. as a label. So oftentimes the intern at the studios probably gets fed up by the way they're being spoke to or the tasks or some of the duties they have to perform 
Um, so that's, uh, um, you know, turnaround rate there is a lot more than on the executive side. But yeah, so hopefully that answered your question. Good, good stuff. Well, listen, I think we're, we're coming up on that point. We're a little bit over the hour that we asked of your time. So we want to respect that. And uh, just thank you so much for being here. Tony, where can people find you online? Okay, you can find me at on my um, Instagram and my Twitter is just at Tony Dofat. That's my uh, government name. And uh, I have a public uh, Facebook profile. You can find that from there. And also just from my website, is uh, TonyDofat.com. And I do have a TikTok, which is at TonyDofat as well. So everything is my government name. But my TikTok, just to uh, forewarn you, my TikTok is nothing to do with music or NFTs or anything. It's just cooking, but it's booming. That's my identity on on there uh, is uh, Tony Dofat the chef, right? Nice. But there are some that recognize me from music. <laughs> so, but yeah, so I have like 80, 90,000 followers over there. Wow. Um, just from cooking and making great dish uh, meals and recipes. So you can check that out. Last night I made some delicious Finnish manicotti. Um, yes. You're going to have to have us over. We'll NFT meet up at your house. Yeah. <laughs> and we have also, we have, we have uh, for NFT uh, NYC, we have something we're, we're doing. My son's oh, nice. uh, Scott City, we're sponsoring an event as well. Just for everyone that's watching, if you're interested, just make sure you follow us so you can get more information on that. We'll give you free merch. You can um, get invite to our uh, event. Um, and there are a lot of cool things happening. So make sure you follow all of us as well. Yeah, absolutely. Shandon, where can people find you? Hey, so everyone, they can find me on Twitter at SeanDonXO. I'm there all the time. Um, I'm there all the time. Feel free to slide in my DMs. I am a very cool person. <laughs> <laughs> good sell. Good sell. Good sell. <laughs> all right, Aaron, give us yeah. a list where people can find you and your projects too. Yeah, I'm at Mellow Park underscore. And uh, yeah, that's the place where you'll probably find me most. Um, I do have an artist account too. It's at Sunny Green. Um, yeah, that's me. <laughs> Yeah, perfect. What is what is the the logic behind that name, Sunny Green? Are you allowed to share that? Yeah, yeah. No one's asked that, but for sure, put a lot of <laughs> thought into it. Um, and it's just kind of like it could be a, you know, it could be an alias, it could be a name, it could be a color. It relates mm. to the sun. It relates to the green and growth and the earth, and it relates to you know a lot of different things. Uh, I got the name Sunny from one of my favorite movies, The Godfather, Sunny Corleone. Nice and green, you know, my girlfriend and I watch a lot of friends, so Rachel Green. <laughs> so I merge those two together, and um, green also being one of my favorite colors. So, I mean, there's a lot that goes into it, and it's uh, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, Mellow Park that's probably the place, otherwise, sunny green. Perfect. Well, everyone, uh, be sure to follow. Our, our guests here, as well as check out their NFT project at skycity underscore NFT, uh, skycitynft.xyz, and go grab that open edition before it closes out. This is the time to get in early. Miguel, where can people find you? <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> I'm everywhere. Yeah, yeah more there. importantly, where can people find us? Where, where can people find Rebelance? <laughs> Rebelance.io, go to our website, and yeah. all the links are there for uh, our Twitters, our TikTok. Um, 
Instagram, Facebook, everything is on there. So our shop, uh, rebelance.io, check it out. Yeah. All right, everyone. Have a great night. Thanks for joining. And uh, we look forward to following along this project. Thank you for Thank having us. And we appreciate it. See you guys. All right. Be well. Thank you, guys. Bye. Be well. Bye.